0: To Mama.com You might not go to hell Mind of Man, Mind of God, number 62 It's the 31st Sunday in Ordinary Time November the 4th, 2007
1: Hi Dave I think the show uh, could now uh, collect Social Security, right? It's 62, isn't that when you can get Social Security?
0: You know, I'm going to work until I die and never get made again, so I'm not sure what those numbers are.
1: We'll, we'll, ne- we'll never see Social Security anyways.
0: Ex- exactly. So <laughs> But. So what's up, Dave?
1: Not much. What's happening with you? Not much. I'm, g- I'm gainfully unemployed, so um, yeah, little time off here in between gigs. That'd be good. I'm using it to uh, for for my own spiritual enlightenment. That's that's great. <laughs> <laughs> In other words, I'm watching a lot of TV. Now, uh, uh, you know, ho- hopefully, it's going to be a good time.
0: Well, and that there's you know a future somewhere.
1: <laughs> yes, there is. There's a future somewhere. Somewhere. So, uh, how about those readings?
0: How about those readings? Let's see what kind of a theme you can pull from this.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. Here's my theme. God is in everything. He's in the grains of sand. He's in the tax collector. God's everywhere. Good, bad, God's in there. God is part of everything. That's my theme.
0: Hmm. Okay.
1: Yeah. So, and I think that that is... Uh, A very difficult concept to accept Because especially when bad things are happening Or you are dealing with someone that's obnoxious Or uh, all the, the myriad of odd things that happen in one's life It's very hard to see God in them a lot of times But I think one of the things that is being talked about in the reading is that it is in everything God's in the grains of sand and um, in the imperishable says here for your imperishable spirit is in all things so that's I mean that's pretty esoteric concept that uh, no matter what you look at God is there And I, I, I wonder how that would change how people view reality if we, if we really felt that way if we really looked at life that way I wonder how it would change what we do on a day to day basis
0: Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think that's true, and I think that in in our culture, <laughs> God is in almost nothing. I mean, culturally speaking. You think so? Uh, well, I'm just saying people don't think about God being and stuff. They think about, you know, oh, I need that Escalade, or mm-hmm. <laughs> or if I wear this deodorant, I'm going to get laid, or you know. Mm-hmm. And 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 where is God in any of this stuff? I'm not right. saying right. that He's not in there. I'm just saying that that's somewhat of a stark contrast of how you know we're being sold life.
1: <laughs> right. Right. Uh, well, that that kind of takes the concept to another level. Not only is God in everything, but you have to actually be looking for God in everything. Uh, what, what what you're saying, I think, is that people don't really or we don't really look to see how this fits into the larger picture, how this fits, fits into god's plan or how the spirit is present in these material things that we covet and seek i guess
0: I, i'm just saying that if you say this right that god is in everything and therefore we should you know act accordingly you're sort of out on your own <laughs> for the most part mm-hmm. in the culture we live in and so you know it's, it's, you need that you would need <laughs> your faith community of some sort to help you do that because that's not what's being sold on the tv you get to watch all the time now for instance <laughs> I mean, you know. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, or in the newspaper or, you know, anywhere.
1: You're saying it, it, it's almost like God isn't even relevant in the equation. It's not even considered as part of things.
0: Exactly. And that's why, you know, so then your kids say, oh, God doesn't exist. And and they say, look, I have this whole society backing me up here. <laughs> mm-hmm. And And I mean... Like for instance, you look at the gospel here. For, you got Zacchaeus hopping up in the tree to look at Jesus, right? Right. And and he's the tax collector. He's the guy everybody hates because his job is to take your money and give it to the government, except right. for the you know the parts that he gets to keep for himself, and he can keep as much as he can get from you. Other than way right. they hate this guy. Right. And his whole thing is, you know, he's a traitor to them, right? Because right. he's working for the enemy, <laughs> and, right. and and yet this is the guy Jesus goes up to and says, "Yo, I'm, I'm coming to hanging at your house." <laughs> right. So it's like he he's like the epitome of evilness of this kind of right. Not about God. It's about getting the money and paying the taxes. And why does he get picked out? I mean, there obviously there are a lot of people that this guy's climbing a tree so he can see. And out of all these people, <laughs> who are the devout Jews, quote unquote, or you know, at least, um, you know, they're not the evil bastards who've <laughs> gone over to the other side. He
1: picks this guy, right. and it's, you know, uh, it's, um, so. Wh- and I mean, why did he pick? Why why did he pick that guy? He's like, I don't
0: know. <laughs> it, it's you know the. I was actually reading the you know footnotes again on this thing, and, uh-huh. and then there's the, the other stories of the rich man, right? I mean Zacchaeus, right. he was a rich guy, chief tax collector and a wealthy man. Well, the other, you know, I think then we just get a week or two ago, sometime, I don't know, you know, the rich guys and Lazarus, the poor guy, and the rich guy's riding in hell, and uh-huh. and, now, and now you got the rich guy that everybody. Who's actually who's already living in hell because everybody hates him <laughs>
1: right, right,
0: and then Jesus plucks him out and says yeah, I'm going to come to your house uh-huh, and, then, uh-huh. and then he is converted from birth right. allegedly
1: right? I don't know well I think, I think one lesson I kind of get from this is the idea that you can't necessarily be so caught up in surface and, and appearances that it's not all about what someone's role is or what they look like or even what they do, that the the spirit is something that's more uh, basic to that than that. And that's what we need to concentrate on. That's what we need to look for. When you look for the spirit in things, you have to look beyond the surface.
0: So are you saying that (laughs) Zacchaeus wasn't what he looked like on the surface?
1: (laughs) Well, yeah. That's what I'm saying. No, I'm saying... I am saying he 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 certainly did all those things and maybe he he did evil things let's say but I I'm, I'm saying that what Jesus was concentrating on was his spirit you know and in his faith and obviously the thing that got him up into that tree was something beyond what he was just doing day to day to survive I mean there was some hunger hunger in his spirit I suppose you'd call it
0: well I guess that's true he wasn't apparently Going from day to day to survive, he was apparently just had money up the ass, right? Sure. So, but but that but like you're saying, but that wasn't. But like you're saying, he still had a hunger though because he was climbing a tree to see this guy.
1: Right. <laughs> and, and what was
0: right. that all about?
1: Well, people have that hunger. People have that hunger nowadays too. I think in that, even the ones that say, uh, you can almost feel it. Even the ones that say, well, there is no God and this is everything. Sometimes you 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 watch the acquisitiveness or, or the the things that they're they're looking for, uh, and, or they'll escape in drugs or what have you. You can almost sort of discern. Sometimes I think that's the thing of be, being able to discern in evil actions, let's say, or what you know, this, you know, called evil. What what is really sometimes like a searching for the good. I mean, even even what people do for that. You know, we'd consider classically evil in terms of just trying to have power or control, or you know, a lot of crime that people do is to—they're—they're they're trying to have some type of control over their own life and feel a sense of power. You know, and—and and what is that? If you—if you—if you scratch underneath that, I mean, what are they really looking for? I mean, they're really looking for some type of connection with something that's bigger than themselves. I think it's there, even if they're not, even if they're. Approaching it or seeking it in a kind of a perverted manner.
0: Yeah, and somehow Zacchaeus' encounter with Jesus changed him, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, suddenly he said, "Well, I'm." He doesn't say, "I've given half myself to the poor. I shall give it to the poor."
1: <laughs> right. So
0: right. I mean, whatever Jesus did, said, was to this guy turned him around.
1: Well, in one sense, just the very act of him accepting him or wanting to be with him, I think was was. That's that's what we saw. I mean, we, we don't know what he may have said, but the very act of, of acceptance, I think, is part of that as well. Is yeah, you're you're doing these things, but I see this other thing within you, um, and I think that's. I don't know. That's uh, that's real healing in, in 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 regular life. You know, or where, where people you know are accepted for their their basic being as opposed to their their bad actions
0: well yeah and but obviously something happened cuz i could there. see the little guy up in the tree and jesus says i'm going to come stay at your house and he could be gone yeah see a bunch of jerks y'all hate me but jesus likes me he could have sure. not had the change of heart at that sure. point but somewhere in this thing he i mean you don't you don't see that right in the right. story you see i'm coming to your house and then he says one oh, converted. I bet something happened between those two things. I don't know.
1: Well, probably, yeah.
0: Probably one mistake. Yeah. You know, and then and then the important question becomes: and what does this have to do with foosball Dave?
1: <laughs> yes, that is the 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 most important question that we answer every week. <laughs> it is indeed. It's more important than anything else we say. What does this have to do with foosball? <coughs> well. I kind of you forgot know, what we were talking about. Oh no, go ahead.
0: Well, I was just saying you you did mention that right up front that you know God is in everything, so He certainly is in the foosball.
1: That is true. That is true. <laughs> well, I suppose if we if if we were at a foosball table, we realize God was in our opponents, God was in the foosball table, God was in the foosball. Now, how would that change how we would look at the game? Would we look at it as simply a competition to prove that we're better? Or would we, we just embrace the entire thing to the utmost of our ability? I think that's how it would change. We would not be so much focused on the outcome. We, we would be totally in the moment with the game. And that's the ultimate key to playing the game correctly, I think. That's,
0: that's a good point. That's I mean awesome, that, isn't it? That's great. I think the word for that was awesome.
1: <laughs> I
0: think you pulled that right out of your ass.
1: <laughs> I was not just in there. I was up to my throat with that one. I went really deep on that one. You my really hand was coming out of my mouth or whatever.
0: <laughs> you know, you know, it's as though you've actually experienced the essence of this very thing we're talking about, Dan. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah you're right. That, and and despite that fact, <laughs> no sex for you. <laughs> there's there's still no sex for you. So how how can you explain that, Dave?
1: I uh, I, I can't explain. It. It's inexplicable to me, frankly. Um. Yeah, I uh, I you know God's will is mysterious. What can I tell you? Uh, I uh, well, God is in everything god is in your beloved god is in yourself that I, I mean this gets this could get into some really esoteric stuff about what happens when you're having sex or in your love and, and who are you really loving you know are you loving this this individual i mean ultimately you you want to be responsive and sensitive to this other person but who are you really loving maybe it's just god in this other person
0: Well, and that would be better than just using this person to get some loving, so to speak.
1: That's true. Your own gratification for sexual, emotional, psychological, what have you.
0: Exactly. So if you're not seeing God and, you know, much as you described that foosball game in Minnesota, Dave, appreciating each nuance of everything and going, you know, doing it to the best of your ability, then you're screwing it
1: up. But you're not really being present, are you? You're not really being with that person. It's true. You're more in your own head, then. You could be just
0: like L- Lars and the real girl, you know.
1: <laughs> Did you see that movie?
0: I haven't seen it.
1: Yeah, I I suppose, it's supposed to be really good.
0: I heard that, but... <laughs> I hear he actually breaks away from the real doll though, and so that
1: you know. I don't oh, so it's, it's so it's kind of a tragedy in a way. They they kind of break up in the end.
0: <laughs> I, th- I think he actually gets a real girl, is how it works out, Dave. But, but how does like
1: that work? I,
0: I don't know, but you know, until you get there, it's pretty much like you've just got that real doll. So I.
1: Don't so know. so what you're saying is that he's kind of done with that doll right now, and if somebody else wanted the doll, they could get the doll because. <laughs>
0: God. he's really not <laughs>
1: using the doll anymore right
0: P- perhaps <laughs> well that's good to know yeah, you know, might need to I check think. that out or something
1: well i don't know it's just you know it's good to have that you know just knowledge in the back of my mind so <laughs>
0: yeah, okay
1: okay so anyways uh, to end i'd like to give a, a quote here and this is from mother Teresa. and she said each ravished body i hold unto me is christ that's all i see the beloved in them and I just, I, I think that maybe looking at that, I mean, she obviously did all this stuff with the poor and what have you, but I, maybe if we could see it in all the people that we find obnoxious or rude or, you know, our enemies or what have you, if we could actually see that in them, maybe that would change things too. I
0: don't need to work on that.
1: <laughs> Well, you know, so, something to do until next week's show. There you
0: go. We'll, maybe we'll maybe re- even longer than that.
1: Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but we can, we can order over next week next week's show, we'll ask, well, how did that ghost trying to see God in everybody, even the, the assholes that you have to deal with on a day-to-day basis? We'll have I'll, to try, I'll try it, too, although it's going to be easier for me because I don't have to deal with assholes too much on a day-to-day basis.
0: Oh, the, you'll for, probably for the find you'll probably find some, Dave, I don't know.
1: Oh, yeah, you know, they're out there. Yeah. All right. All right. Have a good week, everyone. Ciao. You can make it.
0: Shoot it. Com.